Oh, good day, everybody. Welcome. Pastor Tim Carscatton here at Christian Center Shreveport doing our daily podcast here from Germany. So glad to be with you. And I just, while I'm here, I just keep hearing the word war, I think, because of this nation. I want to keep equipping you like we started the first two days, but I want to answer this question. Why did we get thrown into this big battle between God and Satan? And how should we respond? Welcome to our Wednesday podcast. It is Wednesday, January 24, 2024, 24, 24, 12. Lots of good numbers there. Government multiplied 12 and 12, 24, twice. So it's about establishing his kingdom in the earth. Again, thank you for joining us here on our podcast. It's a Great day. We're here in Germany uh, having great time of ministry here with the body of Christ here. We're doing a prophetic school for the saints here that are pushing in to the supernatural, pushing in to have greater encounters for their nation and for the nations. This is an apostolic nation, and I have been here to equip them, help be used to equip them. John and I have, John West, uh, my partner in ministry, and we're just Really excited about the open hearts, want to learn, want to grow, and to be so sensitive to the Spirit. You know, when you think of German people, you think of stoic, uh, calculating, you know, engineer-type mindsets, and they do, as a whole, can have that. But let me tell you what, when they get filled with the Holy Spirit and open themselves up to the things of the Spirit, it is an amazing gift to see what they used to be and what they are now. Those gifts are still there, they just now... Uh, redeem them uh, and use them for the glory of God. So that part's exciting. So I guess this week I just can't get away from war, and it just kind of hit me as I was getting ready to to re- to record this podcast. I won't well, make sense. I'm in the land of war. All right, this nation, Germany, has been in historical wars throughout its histories for uh, you know 1,500 years plus. Uh, it's been territorial battles for this area. And so it's been a very difficult area, a lot of blood shed on the soil of this land that cries out for justice. And so I think that's probably why I'm picking up on that and doing that. And I think when you think of wars, civil wars, world wars, nuclear wars, those are all, you know, common terms to us. We, we read about them, we, we study them in history. Uh, but the question is, what about the war that we're in? And that, that's what I want to speak to about the spiritual warfare battle that we're in. And the opposition, or the opposition of the two kingdoms, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And we see uh, pictures of that in the New Testament. In Ephesians, for instance, God's people are presented under the following pictures. A legislative assembly. We're called a family, a temple, 
and as the bride of Christ. But the final picture of God's people in Ephesians is that they are an army, an army committed to fight a war that is global in its proportions, one that affects and includes every portion of this globe in which we live. In fact, uh, even the word global doesn't do justice to the the really the the how big this conflict is it embraces not only the glo- the world the globe uh, the earth but it extends beyond the earth to the very heavens and in fact the the uh, objective which correctly describes this conflict is global not global but universal uh war that we're in in the spirit realm and includes the entire created universe why because why satan and his demons were created beings. So in the scripture, which most clearly introduces this conflict and describes its nature, is found in Ephesians 6. You know it well. I'm, I'm going to read just a few verses. And I'm going to read the first in one version, and, and then we'll compare other versions later. But one version says this, Finally, be strong in the Lord and his might. Verse 10, uh, Be strong in the Lord and his mighty power, Put on the whole armor of God so that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes. I want to pause here and point out that Paul takes it for granted that as Christians, we're involved in a war. Okay. And that we need to appropriate armor for this war. And that our adversary is the devil himself. So he goes on to verse 12 to to more explain it. And he says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities and against the his power, uh, power of the dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Uh, now here's the, the New American Standard says it this way, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. Now one other translation says it this way, and this is not an exact translation, it's a paraphrase. But it goes, for we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against persons without bodies, the evil rulers, the unseen world, those mighty satanic beings and great evil princes of darkness who rule the world and against uh, huge numbers of wicked spirits in the spiritual world. world. You know, whichever version you want, you want to follow, it doesn't matter to me. The fact is clear that the Christians, as believers, we are engaged in a huge con- conflict, something that that's, you know just blows your mind, and yet statements are so clear. And as we look at the, these verses, the, the, when you look at Ephesians six twelve in the original Greek, you come up with a, a, a paraphrase, which it's it's called this: the Prince ver. Uh, be, uh, I remember Derek Prince, I wrote this down, the, the Prince version, and here's what he, he said. He said, for our wrestling match is not against flesh and blood, but I, and what he said, he likes what one translation says, is not against persons with bodies, but against rulers with various areas of descending orders of authority, against the world dominators of this present darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenlies. I think that's a great description of, of what's going on and the battle that we're in right now. And I think we have to understand that and embrace this battle that we're going through. Don't, don't back out of this. So 
as we as we choose our words, when we say rulers in various areas, like Derek did there, this which descending orders of authority, because the picture is, is highly structured and well organized, the kingdom with descending order uh, of authority and different rulers, and then it has sub rulers who are responsible for different areas of a territory. You'll see rulers over cities, rulers over regions. And uh, that, that's where we could probably use the word dominators or world dominators of this present darkness. And they, they are so, that really describes them the way te- Satan treats the human race. And then all the, all the translations, most of them say this, uh, their headquarters or its highly organized kingdom. And where is it located? In the heavenlies. And I think that's something that we must not ignore that our battle is not with this flesh and blood. Where is it? It's in the heavenlies. We've got to rule and reign. Where we, where we get born again, right? We're seated with him in heavenly places. That's what happens when we come to Christ. So we've been given authority in that realm because of our salvation through Christ. And this is where I want to see the body walk in that. I, I'm being honest with you. This passion of mine of warfare is tied one to the Lord has given us a word that'd be a decade of war, which we're going to go another six years probably with. But I'm tired of the enemy winning battles. I'm like David, you know, come on. <laughs> I don't want to be discouraged by it all and just focus on the losses. I want to focus on the victories. I know I was listening to Jesse to plan this, uh, when he told his story when he went to heaven, he met King David. And he started talking about his psalms and how he loved his psalms. And David said, well, this is a conversation. I can't say this is biblical. But in the conversation, he said, he told Jesse that, he said, I wished I would have written more songs about the Lord and praising him rather than my battles and my wars, you know, all the difficulties I had. But I do believe that every psalm needed to be written. I, I think David probably would say, I would have wished I wouldn't written more and more about the Lord. I, I can agree with that, but I believe every psalm is there for us. But you can see that at times when you read David's writings in the psalms. Okay, let's move forward. Let's bring some points here uh, that we're talking about here. The conflict, first of all, involves all Christians. It's not some special warring group, some special intercessory group. It involves all Christians. It's not it's something... That's just for the fivefold ministry and for generals. You know, a general can't win a war by himself. He's got to have soldiers. And that's why we need all the saints to be warriors. Many Christians haven't seen that yet. We know that. Um, King James says in verse 12, he says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And I heard, I've heard it said sometimes that most Christians punctuate the verse wrong. They read it this way. We wrestle not period. <laughs> in other words, we sit in the church and we sing, we do all we're, we're supposed to do Christian-wise, religious-wise, but we're in a wrestling match, but it's not against flesh and blood. And I think that's a, that's a profound truth as well, because a lot of times we get in human conflicts and we need to be fighting in the heavenlies. What is a, what's important about a wrestling match? It's one of the most intense forms of conflict between two persons. Every part of the body, every kind of skill, every kind of trick is used for success. It's a total conflict. And I, I wrestled when I was a little kid, 
Um, I was working, my mom worked at the YMCA, so I was on the wrestling team and all. I personally didn't like it because I didn't like hugging boys all the time, fight, sweating and smelling. <laughs> I just didn't like it. I mean, I did it. Uh, I was pretty skilled at it when I was young, but I just didn't, I didn't like it because it was so, it is a total conflict. That's what it is. And we pointed out, as we point that out, Satan has a highly organized kingdom. As kingdom, there are very area, various areas and levels of authority. I think uh, Howard Pittman, of all ministers, probably has some of the best descriptions of the uh, demonic empire because he went there and an encountered and was shown how they work. It's not always what you think, it, it, but they work in 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 union with each other, but in hatred of one another. So it's like it's a weird kingdom. But they're nonetheless, it's a real kingdom, and we can't deny that it's there and that it's moving. That's where its headquarters, uh, it, headquarters is. It's in the heavenly regions, and that's, that's very difficult to fully understand, but it's very clear. It's what Scripture says. And the fact that Satan heads this highly organized kingdom, it, it freaks some people out. They just can't believe that. But they're, they're, you see it all the time in Scripture. Uh, look at Matthew 12. Um, it's an incident in the ministry of Jesus. He had brought healing to a demon-possessed man. It was blind and mute. He brought healing by driving out a demon, the evil spirit. And it goes on to say this in, in Matthew 22. It says, And all the people were astonished and said, Could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, It's only by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, uh, that he fellow drives out demons. Beelzebub literally means the Lord of the flies. It's a title of Satan as a ruler over all the demons because the demons are compared to flies or, uh, you know, uh, of a domain. And so that's a picture again of where we are in this battle. Or Jesus was in the battle. It says, Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every king divided against itself will be ruined, but every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out by Satan, he's divided against himself. How then can a kingdom stand? So it's very clear. He says it's a kingdom. He describes the kingdom of darkness. And that, my friend, is the battle that we're in today. And that's why I think I wanted to bring this forward to you. You have to engage, but we'll go, I'll build on this tomorrow. I don't have to, I have to quit now. But we'll finish this and we'll talk about how to engage in this. But let's understand, this is where our battle is. It's not against our friends, our family. It's not against people in the church. It's against the enemy. His kingdom is in the heavenly realms. And therefore, we need heavenly revelation and authority to fight this. And this is where we're going to start getting some victories. I'm, I'm prophesying 24 is going to be a year. We're going to start seeing some victories. I'm not saying we'll not still have some defeats, but we're going to see progress. So, Father, I pray for everybody listening to this podcast that they would recognize that they are called, no matter what, to be in this war. They cannot run from it. They must walk in it, Father. I pray for peace upon them now. Lord, as they listen to this podcast, that your grace will be upon them, Lord, to walk in this battle. And Lord, let them understand that we are fighting against powers in the various realms. But we have a greater power, which is in you, Lord Christ Jesus. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, come back tomorrow. We'll finish this. Well, thanks for listening today and each and every day here on our daily podcast from Christian Center Shreveport. So glad 
you are with us. We have some amazing things coming up. Uh, if you're interested in our Olive School of Ministry, full-time ministry, please go to our website, Olive SM, that means Olive School of Ministry, sm.com, and you can read about it and look if you're interested in doing this. We'd love to have you. All right, come back tomorrow. Join us here on our daily podcast. Bye-bye.